Next, the golden days of radio. Hi, this is Frank Brzee inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past, headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program, we are concluding our Lux Radio Theater comedy drama, Monsieur Beaucaire, starring Bob Hope and Joan Caulfield. Now we continue our 1947 version of Monsieur Beaucaire. Lux presents Hollywood. Lieber Brothers Company bring you the Lux Radio Theater, starring Bob Hope and Joan Caulfield in Monsieur Beaucaire. Ladies and gentlemen, your producer, Mr. William Keeley. Greetings from Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. Some years ago, Ruth Tarkington penned a moving and dramatic novel called Monsieur Beaucaire, the story of a humble but heroic figure struggling against the inequalities of royalty. Hollywood cast Beaucaire with Rudolph Valentino, the great lover of the silent screen. Tonight, we take our cue from Paramount Studios and their current version of Monsieur Beaucaire and cast it, as they did, with Bob Hope. And when you do a thing like that, you take whatever comes and like it. And I'm sure you will. Co-starred with the gifted and beautiful Joan Caulfield, also from the screencast, Bob appears as the love-smitten barber, Beaucaire. Paris, 1774. An era of lovely ladies and fearless gallant men. In King Louis' lavish court are gathered the finest swordsmen in Europe. But in all the palace, there's none whose blade is as sharp and bright as Monsieur Beaucaire's. Next. Who's next, please? Shave today, sir? Shave? How's the razor's edge? Yeah, I'm going to try and catch it tonight. What was that, sir? Oh, I'm glad you like it. It's that new lather I'm using. Got irium. Uh, one moment, sir, while I... Sh- one moment, sir, while I shave around your ear. Ow! Well, you can always hear with the other one. By the way, have you heard the latest about the king and Madame Pompadour? Well, it seems that Madame Pompadour... Posing as the Duc de Chandres, Homer Beaucaire is now in the palace at Madrid, where tomorrow, the real duke is supposed to marry Princess Maria. But the real duke, having fallen in love, has no intention of marrying any princess. Furthermore, the unpleasant General Francisco continues to plot the early death of the gallant Deshaun. And if this isn't enough, Homer's girlfriend Mimi appears to be very much on the side of Francisco. Besides, well, um, let's simplify matters and just say Beaucaire's in one awful mess. Beaucaire, I can't find the Duc Deshaun anywhere. What makes a man forsake the honor of his country for a woman? Willpower. Now, now it's time for his presentation to the king. Well, don't look at me. You! You don't think I'd present you to the king? Yes, I do. Well, we meet again, my friend. Oh, Deshaun, oh, praise heaven. Say, haven't you heard about doors? Every time I see you, you're coming in a window. Oh, but she's disappeared. My lady of the loach. I've scoured the whole of Madrid and not a trace. 
Oh, forget her, sir. Forget your lady of the loach. Forget her. I wouldn't associate with anybody that sat in the loge, believe me. I don't care. I don't care whether she sits in a loach or a coach. I don't care. Believe me, Dookie. Believe me, Dookie, she's grand. I, I tell you, just forget her. She, she's it's right here. She's just... Um, forget her, Duke. Forget her. That's because you were away washing your things. I know. I may be the loach. Duke, let me tell you something. Forget her. She's just another hank of hair, a smile, a piece of lace, a dimple. I tell you, sir, women are all alike. Sensational. Please, Your Grace, the King of Spain. Wait a moment. Beyond the balcony there. That garden over the wall. Darmon, look. It is she. Oh, not again. My lady. Duke, Duke. No, no, not again. Don't worry, Darmon. I'll be back. Oh, it's no use, Bouquet. I, I can't keep the king waiting any longer. Go after the Duke. Bring him back at all costs. I'll go down and try to delay the proceedings. Yeah, you delay the proceedings. I'll see you in a month or so. I'll give you ten minutes. Now, now, now after him. Go on. Climb down the balcony. Boy, I never thought I'd have a chance like this. Meet me later, Willie. I'm getting so far away from here, they'll have to use... <laughs> Darn that sword. Don't know why I wear it that way. Now to find the Duke. Your Grace. Oh, hiya, General. Just thought I'd drop in for a minute. The Major Domo will announce the arrival of His Grace. Do you know where the powder room is, Jen? I'd like to take a powder. Uh, excuse me. I must go see the King. His Grace, the Duke de Chon. Book here. I thought you were looking for the Duke. Yeah, well, so long. If you leave now, you'll be cut to bits. If I stay, bigger chunks. You have no choice. Huh? Now walk down the aisle to the king. The aisle? And be aloof. And be aloof? Look bored. Uh-huh. Disdainful. Yes. A, a little more on the right nostril. How's this? Better. Better. Mm-hmm. A little more. Uh-huh. Uh, not too much. You'll blow your hat off. Yeah. <laughs> Here he comes, Your Majesty. That? That is what France has sent us, General? <laughs> yes, sire. Oh, for heaven's sake. What's the matter with his nose? Perhaps his mother was frightened by Bob Hope, sire. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> ah, my dear Deschamps, so this is the fabulous Duke. The man whose cold steel and warm heart have captivated the continent. That's oh. right, Your Honor, sir. That's I said. As of the lady in the loach. That's right, Your Honor. <laughs> your, I your, mean, I mean, Your Majesty. Uh, thank you. Your prowess with the sword. Tell me, how do you do it? Oh, it's nothing on God, petty and thrust, and two dozen roses to the widow. <laughs> and uh, those stories of women waiting for your kisses in every corner of France. How do you do that? Oh, I got a fast horse. And now, Your Grace, in honor of France, the minuet. Thanks, but I'm not hungry. Uh, Countess. Sire. Your Grace, the Countess Velasquez will serve as your first partner. Do you object to the arrangement? Object? It's the nicest arrangement I've seen all day. And does Your Grace approve of what you have seen thus far in Spain? My Grace is beginning to, dear. 
It's strange that you, a Frenchman, do our Spanish dances so well. Oh, not at all. I take from Desi Arnaz. <laughs> oh, but such grace, your grace. You're like a feather. I always am next to such a pigeon. At the next measure, we start changing partners. I hope you'll find the other ladies to your liking. They're girls, aren't they? dance for the next. Did you see that? The Duke just winked at me. A little harmless flirtation, and my Alfredo will have that ambassadorship. Alfredo? Well, what about my husband? And what about mine? We shall see. I dance with him now. Here I am, honey, or would you rather sit this one out? Uh, would you? No, I'm tired. Let's dance. Oh, I'd love to, Your Grace, because I must talk to you alone. But how about later? Well, why not? At 11, then, at your room. At my rooms? Of course. I may take out papers and settle down here permanently. Uh, what was that you said, Baroness? You must see me tonight? Oh, it is so vital to my happiness, Your Grace. Well, just let me check my schedule here. Marquise at 11, Countess at 11.20, the Duchess at 11.35. Well, suppose I squeeze you in at, say, midnight? Oh, how perfect. The witching hour. Yes, you can park your broom in the hall and come right in. <laughs> Mimi? Oh, Homer, I must speak to you alone. Sorry, you'll have to buy a raffle ticket like the rest. Homer, you're in danger. This is the kind of danger I like. Oh, whatever you do, don't touch the wine at the banquet tonight. Mm -hmm. General Francisco is going yeah, to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got any extra sen-sen? Oh, oh, listen to me. Run along, girl. You're beginning to bore me. Oh, Your Grace, I simply must see you tonight. Sorry, honey. Book solid. Leave your name and I'll give you the first cancellation. Next. Who's next? Oh, what a racket. Oh, Ladies and gentlemen, a toast to the beloved sovereigns of our two great nations, Philip of Spain and Louis of France. What's the matter, Your Grace? Not toasting your king? I, uh, well, I don't think I better have any wine I have to drive. Just make mine a short lime cola. Drink it or you insult our king. Oh, well. Hey, what's in this wine? I'd better stir it up a little. Yikes, the spoon dissolved. That wine comes to the king's own cellar. Well, maybe he's been playing with his chemistry set down there. This Mickey doesn't need fins. It's jet propelled. What's the matter, my boy? Is something wrong here? Oh, King here? Philip. Oh, I just remembered. I have a horse outside. I'm double parked. Well, it's been fun. Homer. Homer. Oh, Mimi, you were right. I've been a fool. Oh, and so have I, Homer. Mimi, we got to get out of here. Oh, we'll never make it together. You go on alone. And leave you? Never. Oh, but you must. I said never. But they'll cut you to pieces. I'll send for you. Oh, Mimi, I know I'm not good enough for you, just a coward with seven up in my blood, but when I'm near you, it starts to boil and bubble, and every bubble starts to bubble, and every bubble's bubble bubbles. I feel like a lovesick pressure cooker. <laughs> Honest, Mimi, I'm fizzing all over with love for you. I know it, darling. I fizz a little myself. There he is. Carlos! Pedro! Quickly, Homer, run for your life. <laughs> Come to report, General. Well? The Duke has been returned quite unharmed to his rooms. Good. We must still find a way to dispose of him tonight. Oh, one other matter, sir. Our men have just captured a stranger, found not ten minutes ago in the garden with Princess Maria. What? Who is he? He refuses to say. Dressed like a lackey, he has all the manners of a French nobleman. French nobleman, eh? Carlos, take me to this stranger at once. On your feet, Frenchman. So, you dare visit the garden of our Princess Maria. Princess Maria? What did you say? How dare you molest her? Princess? You mean that girl... 
You mean she is the princess of Spain? <laughs> I assure you, his majesty won't consider this a laughing matter. Take me to the king at once. Why? Because I am the Duke de Chandre. This ring on my finger will identify me. That, then who is that idiot masquerading as you? <laughs> Why, that's my barber. And to think I almost let him marry my princess. <laughs> Come, sir, take me out of here. No, oh, no, think. I don't think so, my friend. Your barber shall marry the princess Maria. Now, look, this has gone far enough. Oh, our poor king will be vastly upset. It may even lead to war. I demand you let me out of here. Certainly, Your Grace, certainly. Right after the wedding. Hey, what's going on, Darman? What are those bells? They told the hour of marriage. Oh, I thought the phone strike was over. <laughs> I can't believe... I guess they're just local bells, huh? He fails to appear, then honor is dead. Virtue is dead. Gallantry is dead. And with us, that makes a fivesome. Oh, thank heavens. Maybe it's he now. Yeah, maybe it's him. It ain't he, it's him. What's this, Your Grace? Not ready yet for your wedding. Oh, well, I... There's been a slight delay, General Francisco. You mean uh, the peculiar incident last night? Oh, no, no. We just... Uh, what incident? Oh, just some scoundrel shouted to a high heaven that he was a Duc de Chandra. Yeah? Yeah, well... Well, what did you do with him? Hmm, what do you suppose we do with a lackey impersonating royalty? I asked you first. Stand him up against the wall. My men raise their rifles. And bing. Bing. What a revolting thought. <laughs> well, how about getting dressed for your wedding? Oh, it's going to be formal, huh? You have very little time. Where is he, General? The bridegroom. In his room there. Why have you come here, Carlos, and with Mimi? To tell you that King Louis of France has suddenly arrived for the wedding. Louis! Ha, ha, what a stroke of luck. You men know what to do? The moment the barber marries Maria, we produce the real Duke de Chandra. Excellent. What do you mean, the real Duke? Uh, Mimi, my dear, uh, we happen to have the real Duke de Chandra locked in a dungeon. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Now, downstairs, both of you. <laughs> Are you ready, Maria? The wedding guests are all assembled. As ready as I'll ever be, Father. The Duke has just entered, and King Louis of France has joined us unexpectedly. Father? Father, who's that mincing idiot over there? Why, you're, you're betrothed, my dear, the Duke de Chandre. Oh, Father, don't you think that's carrying patriotism a little too far? Well, I guess you've got a point at that, but it's too late to worry about it now. You're our Maria. King Louis, please, I can't marry the princess. Didn't you recognize me before? Of course I recognized you, but I couldn't let anyone know it. What's happened? Where's Deshaunt? Oh, never mind, we can't do anything now. You've got to marry her. It's our next. But I love Mimi. Shut up. Mimi? Who's Mimi? You remember Mimi, Pompadour? Oh, yes, of course, Mimi. Uh, quiet. Here's that general again. Uh, tell me, Your Majesty... Is Beaucaire really a good barber? Good? Best barber I ever had. Beaucaire, I haven't had a good shave since you... Oh, no, no, what have I said? Exactly what I hoped you'd say, sire. Thank you for confirming my information. Well, the Princess Maria makes her appearance. Uh, shall we proceed? No, we won't. I got a mind of my own, and I say... Well, if you put it that way... That's better. The Princess Maria, your grace. Come, gentlemen, let them have the next moment alone. Princess Maria. Well... You, you're the girl that, the, the coach, the duke. What are you doing here? I believe I'm to be your bride. You are? Oh, that's too bad. Until death do us part. Yeah, they're working on that. Well, the chief justice has just entered. 
Well, I suggest you take me to the altar. And let's get this over with as quickly as possible. Princess Maria, your grace, join hands, please. We are assembled on this solemn occasion. General Francisco, General. What is it? He's escaped. The Duke de Chandra has escaped. You're sure? Positive. That girl Mimi got the keys and... And we must act at once. Uh, wait! Hold! Stop the wedding! Stop! General, what outrage is this? Sire, I accuse this Louis of France of deliberately trying to palm off on the princes of Spain. Not a prince of the blood. Not the Duc de Chandra. But Monsieur Beaucaire, a common barber. A buck a shave and he calls me common. Preposterous. The man lies. Yeah, you bet he does. Just for that, I'm not going to marry anybody. Oh, nothing personal, honey. Come on, King Louis, let's blow. I repeat, this man is a common barber. And with my glove, I challenge him to a duel. Do you accept this challenge? Make it hot towels of 50 paces and I'll be interested. Slap him back. Go on, slap me. Like this. You're sure lucky I haven't got a sword. Perhaps you will accept mine, monsieur. You keep out of this. General Francisco, I don't believe a word you've said. For months I've been aware of your plots against me and the peace of our country. Yeah. And at last you have gone too far. Deschandre. You'll be doing Spain a great service. You'll put an end to this scoundrel with a Spanish sword. Here, I give you my own. You, uh, you, you're sure you want me to do this? After all, it's going to be awfully one-sided. He deserves to die. On guard, petty, fast, and it's two dozen roses to the window. Yeah, but the choice long stem ones, they're out of season. Let's wait till spring, huh? Agar! Now, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh, uh, hey, wait, hey, wait, cut that out. What's Agar! Foul! What? Agar! Agar! Deshaun, get him, Deshaun. After him. A pleasure, sire. Oh, oh, it's about time you got here, Your Grace. Well, now that I've worn him down, he's all yours. Wait a minute, Louis. Whom did you just call Deschandre? Why, the real Duke, of course. The man I sent to marry your daughter. That's it, Deschandre. Teach him a lesson, my boy. Show him our good grace. Hiya, honey. Don't stand there. Come on, we gotta get out of here. Oh, darling, you're leaving the palace a coward. Why not? That's the way I came in. Are you all right? Are you hurt? I don't know. We'll take inventory later. Oh, don't worry, Homer. I, I have a carriage waiting outside. Yeah, but where will we go? Oh, I don't know. We can't stay here and we can't go back to France and... Now, don't worry. We'll find a place. There must be some country where you can die of old age. And so the real Duke de Chandra vanquished the wicked general and married his own true love, Princess Maria. General Francisco was banished and there was peace between France and Spain. But what's happened to our hero, Beaucaire and Mimi? Well, let's cross the Atlantic. The year 1776, the place Philadelphia, where in a side street a sign reads, Homer Beaucaire, barber, ye only four-chair shoppy in ye colonies. Who's next, please? Oh, I guess you are, Mr. Washington. Good morning, Beaucaire. Morning, sir, the usual. If you please. Uh, I can't tell you what it means, Beaucaire. A four-chair shop right here in Philadelphia. Uh, tell me, how did you happen to come to America anyway? Well, I had to, General. I'm thinking of buying some stock in the Indians. Say, you're, you're all dressed up today, sir. <laughs> yes, sir, you're all dressed up. Something special going on? Oh, Jefferson and the boys have cooked up some sort of a declaration of independence or something. Oh, one of those. And I ought to drop over and sign it. Mm -hmm. Chance to use my new quill. New quill? Yes, here, take a look. Uh, ben Franklin invented it. Claims it writes underwater. <laughs> mm, let me see that. Mm. Mm, the 76 special. Yeah. Parker's sure going to be sore. I've been helping Martha with the fudge. Oh, by the way, uh, you might... That's uh, my line, if you don't mind. It always comes to that point. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, you might have Mrs. Beaucaire manicure my nails, please. Been helping Martha with a fudge, eh, Mimi? <laughs> Changes wigs fast, doesn't he? <laughs> Playing all the parts. Uh, Mimi! Oh, yes, there you are. Coming, darling. Uh, oh. <laughs> there. There you are, Homer. Thanks, honey. But look who's under the lather. <gasps> Mr. Washington. Well, how are you today? Splendid today, thank you. Uh, manicure? If you please. My, you have been neglecting them, haven't you? You can throw the fudge line in there again <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> No, Washington was quite an ad libber, you know. Okay, I, I've been thinking, you know. All this, this could happen only in America. Here, but what's that? Oh, that, that's something that could happen anywhere. We'll return for our curtain calls in just a moment. Professor, excuse me. As a financial expert, can you tell me the best financial investment for me? You're in the service, hmm? Well, I recommend SGLI insurance for you. Not only is the protection excellent, but the deduction is made for payment automatically, so you always are protected. Any other reasons, Professor? Yes, the rates of SGLI are extremely low, much lower than civilian policies for equal protection. Since July 1st rate reduction, $2.55 a month gets you $15,000 worth of protection. Professor, you're a genius. <laughs> Not really. Millions of servicemen know the score, too. Right? Here's Mr. Keeley at the microphone. After tonight's delightful hour, I'm sure you'll want to extend a vote of thanks to Bob Hope and Joan Caulfield, who return to the footlights for a curtain call. Thank you, thank you. And say thanks, Bill, for teaming me with my favorite brunette, Joan. Uh, where are your eyes, Bob? I'm a blonde. Yeah, but my favorite brunette, that's the title of my latest Paramount picture. <laughs> Pretty sneaky, huh? <laughs> Where's my Lux? I'm going out and rinse a few things. Come on, John. <laughs> Good, night. Good night. And thanks, Bob and John. <laughs> Last week was Army Week, when all America saluted the men and women who are defending the peace of the world and the honor of the nation. For a strong America is a peaceful America. Give our Army your support and recognition. This is William Keeley saying goodnight to you from Hollywood. Well, that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. Are you one of those who take for granted the liberties and freedoms granted you as an American citizen? Take the freedom of opinion, speech, and expression. We have this freedom, and with it, the danger of those who abuse it with libelous and untrue statements, those who publish blasphemous or indecent material. This freedom granted to you cannot be taken for granted. All freedoms must be cherished and protected. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California, inviting you to join me next week for more shows and personalities from Radio's Golden Days. And this is the American Forces Radio and Television Service.